Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Tuesday, which of course can only mean one thing. It is match day in the Premier League. Arsenal travelling to Luton Town a little bit later on this evening. I'll be heading over there. First time for me at Kenworth Road. Actually, don't often get to tick off a new ground doing this job, uh, but it will be that today. I think 1991 was the last time Arsenal played Luton. Ten years old I was at that point. I've got some pretty bad memories with playing Luton as well, which we'll talk about a little bit later on in this video. Anyone of a sort of the vintage of me or uh, even older than I am will certainly have the same sort of memories when it comes to Luton Town. And hopefully tonight will be very, very different and some ghosts of the past will be put to bed. And if, it, if they are, then Arsenal can move five points clear at the top of the Premier League tonight. It's a lead that Arsenal are very well versed in having uh, if you go back to last season, always seemed to be five points clear for a long, ch- big, big chunk of that season. Uh, hopefully this time, if it does happen, we can go on to achieve better things than how last season panned out. But big game for Arsenal, in a, going there in a good run of form. Five wins in a row in all comps at the moment. Chance to make it six tonight against a side that they're certainly expected to beat. And if they're going to win the title this league this season, then you'll want to be beating these sides. It's no foregone conclusion, of course. You just have to have a look back at what happened to Liverpool when they travelled to Luton just a few weeks ago. They needed a last-minute equaliser to scramble a point from Kenilworth Road. So it's not going to be easy by any means, but it is absolutely a game that Arsenal need to win. So we'll talk about quite a few things building up to that. We'll look at some team news. We'll look at what Mikel Arteta's had to say uh, about it all. Give my predicted 11, all that thing. Got some questions and comments from you guys as well. But I wanted to start today's show some comments made by Mikel Arteta about Aaron Ramsdale and his future. Now, Ramsdale is in the headline. Well, he's always in the headlines, hasn't he? Basically, since the start of the season, from the moment David Rye arrived at Arsenal, Aaron Ramsdale and the Arsenal goalkeeper situation has been in the headlines. Ramsdale has been heavily linked, I would say, or certainly linked with Newcastle 
in the last week or so. Nick Pope, obviously, having that injury against Manchester United, is going to rule him out for about four months. He had surgery yesterday on a dislocated shoulder and looking at potentially being back in April. So Newcastle on the hunt for a new first-team goalkeeper to see him through until the end of the season. Ramsdale has been linked as a potential target on loan for the remainder of the season. David De Gea as well, who, of course, is still a free agent, having been released by Manchester United in the summer. is another goalkeeper who's been linked with Newcastle. And Mikel was speaking about Ramsdale and the potential of a news to uh, of a move to Newcastle last night uh, during his press conference. This is what he had to say. He said, I want Aaron with us. I am very happy to have two very, very good goalkeepers. We want to be better. So we want to add to what we already have. That's the intention that we have talking about the January transfer window there. He says, I cannot tell you that any um, that any Arsenal player is not going to leave in January or that he is going to stay here for the next three years. I want I won't say that no player is going to go to Newcastle or no member of staff either. I won't say it. If you say yes or no, I won't say it. I cannot guarantee that nobody is going to be leaving in January for Newcastle or for any club. So it's a no. So obviously a bit of a sort of mixed way of saying it. But on one hand, he's saying, I want Aaron Ramsdale to stay. I don't want him to go. But on the other hand, he's not ruling out a potential move. And I can understand the latter. And he's not talking about Ramsdale there. He's talking about any player. What's the point in saying he's not going to go because you just never know anything can happen when it comes to the transfer window a bid can come in a club can go into a window thinking they're going to keep someone and suddenly a bid comes in and it completely change they completely change their mind and they let they let that person go um so it'd be, it would be a mistake to say categorically that no one is going at this stage um and you know should someone come in for a, with a huge offer for Ramsdale then it probably would be something Arsenal consider I don't think it's something they'd want to consider because as Mikel says in that top quote He's obviously very happy with the situation at the moment. He's got two very good goalkeepers. You just look at what's happened to Nick Pope. Suddenly he's out for four months. Say you let Aaron Ramsdale go in January, then David Raya gets an injury like Nick Pope has just got, and he's out for four months. Then what are you going to do? You're in a really strong position at the moment. As much as it is a bit of a mucked up situation and, you know, there is pressure on both goalkeepers whenever they play because of the situation, you know, strip that all away. And Arsenal have got two very good goalkeepers. If something was to happen to David Raya, Ramsdale could come in. And within a week or two weeks, you know, without the added pressure of Raya being there because he's injured to be on the sidelines, you would think that Ramsdale will get through that and then we'll see the goalkeeper that we saw last season. And Arsenal have got really good cover. If Ramsdale goes and something bad happens to Raya, then they're pretty much screwed. And I don't want that to happen. And that's why I think that for until the end of the season, things should stay as they are. Arsenal are not in a position to let their squad Make, make their squad weaker in the January transfer. If they want to win the Champions League, if they want to win the Premier League, they've got to maintain the squad that they have and add to it, not make it weaker. And if you get rid of Aaron Ramsdale, you do make it weaker. So, yeah, interesting stuff from Arteta. Obviously, it's all over the papers today and the internet, what he's had to say there about Ramsdale. And it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. I can't. Uh, why would you get? Why would you give Ramsdale to Newcastle on loan in January? It just doesn't make much sense to me. There, you're strengthening a rival and you're weakening yourselves over the second half of the season. Not for me, but let me know what you guys think. If a decent offer came in, if Newcastle did come knocking for Aaron Ramsdale in January, what do you think Arsenal's response should be? Please do let me know in the comments below. Okay, moving on to uh, tonight's game and the wider picture of the title race. Mikel speaking in his press conference yesterday. These were interesting quotes, I thought. He was asked about if he's got a points target in mind for the season. And he says, do I have a target? Yes, 96 to 100. I think you win the league. That is the cushion. I mean, that is a high target if that's realistically what he's looking at this season. I don't think you need that this year. I really, really don't. I think 85 
to 90 might win you the title this year. Certainly 85 to 95. You know, you get over that 90 point mark, I think you do. I mean, if Arsenal are going to get 96 to 100 now, they can only afford to lose, I think, three more games. I think if they win every game between now and the end of the season, they would get 105 points. So I think 96 to 100 is pushing it. You know, you've barely got, yeah, you can lose three matches and then you've got to win all of the rest. I just don't see that happening this season. I think, as I've said many times, as we've seen with what's going on in Manchester City at the moment and very nearly what happened with Liverpool against Fulham at the weekend, what happened when Liverpool went to Luton the other day, I think teams take points off each other throughout this season. I really don't think we're going to be in a situation where you need 95 to 100 points to win the title. I think it's going to be less than that. Um, but that's what Mikel's target has in mind. And obviously, as a manager, you're probably going to have as high as target impossible as mine because that's the standards you want to set. Um, he was then asked about Manchester City and the fact that I think they've drawn their last three games, you know, started to throw points away. And he was asked, do you take encouragement from that? And he said, do I take encouragement from it? No. The encouragement comes from watching the team play, Ms. Arsenal, watching them behave every day and how hungry and willing they are to approach every training session. That's what gives me encouragement. What the others do is something that we cannot control. Um, which, you know, I mean, that's typical manager speak, isn't it? It's just a case of we concentrate on ourselves. doesn't matter what anyone else does. But I think deep down, I'd be very surprised if Mikel hasn't watched the last few Manchester City games, look at the amount of goals that they're conceding and not thought, oh, maybe they are a little bit off it compared to what happened last season. Um, although I think, actually, I think they might even have more points at this stage of this season than they did last season, which is a scary, uh, which is pretty scary. But... Um, yeah, I, I do think, and I'm sure, I'm not sure, I mean, let me know if you agree with me or not, but I don't think 96 to 100 points is what you need to win the title this year. I think I think you definitely win the title if you get that 100%, so that should be the target, but I don't think you need that. I think it's going to be lower this season, but let me know in the comments below on your thoughts on that. And he was asked about Kenilworth Road and the fact, you know, they're going, I and mean, Arsenal haven't been here, I think, since 91, I said, and... um he was asked about that and what he's expecting and what the players are expecting to face from this sort of trip. I mean, it's not the type of ground you ever go to in the Premier League, really. It's a bit of a one-off. You can see it if you're watching on YouTube here, just how small it is, how tight it is in terms of how you even get into the ground as a player, the way you go through, you know, the entrances for fans. You've got to go through like those houses there that you can see. You have to go through their back gardens almost to get into the away entrance at Kenilworth Road. It's a complete one-off. You know, it was just a few years ago they were playing non-league football. I think a decade ago they were in the non-league. And now look at them in the Premier League hosting the likes of Arsenal tonight. Mikel was talk talking about that and the what the players have been told about it and what to expect. And he said, they know, we have already warned them. They know what to expect. They know about the atmosphere and they know about the access. They know everything. And especially that they know they... Um, they have to know about the team that they face tomorrow and the difficulties we are going to play against them. Uh, and as well, the opportunities that are for us to win the game. And, you know, Arsenal are going to have to... This is not going to be a walkover by any means. Um, here's a stat from Albino. Um, Arsenal have won none, drawn six and lost four of the last 10 trips to Kenilworth Road in all competition. I mean, that's remarkable. And as you, as I said, I mean, here's one from Jeff above that. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. It says, the only time I've seen Arsenal play Luton was in the League Cup final. Luton scored two goals in the last few minutes, haven't been totally dominated by Arsenal. Hope it's not the same on Tuesday. That League Cup final is one of my earliest memories of watching Arsenal. I was distraught. Nigel Winterburn missed a penalty to make it 3-1 at Wembley. I was watching it at home. My dad didn't take me. I was too young to go. I think it was the 87 Cup final. And, um, Oh, was it 88? I can't remember which one it was now. Um, 
And so I watched it at home. And I remember when Nigel went over missed the penalty, I cried my eyes out because Luton went on and scored two last minute. Well, they equalised and then Brian Steen scored a winner in the last minute to make it 3-2. And I cried my eyes out. It's one of my earliest ever memories of supporting Arsenal. And uh, my mum sent me to my bedroom because I was crying. <laughs> and I said I wanted to kill Nigel Winterburn. That was my punishment. Uh, yeah, so not not nice memories for me. And the few league games I can remember there on that plastic pitch, losing, it was just miserable, those trips, those games against Luton. So fingers crossed Arsenal can and end that hoodoo tonight. But they're going to have to be on it. 100% they're going to have to be on it tonight. Team news-wise. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, sounded like a positive update from Mikel on Tommy Asu. He said, we assessed him after the game. We took him off as a precaution, so we'll wait. Whether it's useful to use him or not, we will decide tomorrow. He's a strong boy and hopefully he will be fine. Uh, so late decisions to be taken on Tommy Asu's fitness. Personally, I just don't think you risk him. It was a muscle injury. You could see that. He was holding his calf. Arsenal have got Aston Villa on Saturday, which if Tommy Asu's fit for, Tommy Asu should be playing that game. It's absolutely a Tommy Asu game for me, that one at Villa Park. So I don't see why you need to rest him, uh, why you need to risk him tonight. You can play Ben White, you can play Zinchenko. You know, Arsenal are going to have a lot of the ball tonight. They're going to have to defend well, but they are going to have a lot of the ball. And um, you're going to want to take advantage of that. And I think this feels like a Zinchenko game tonight and Tommy Asu at the weekend. So I wouldn't be playing Tommy today. On Ben White, uh, he said after his injury and the way we decided to manage his load, he's feeling perfect. He's back to fitness. He played some minutes and now he's in a good place. And that's a really positive update. Arsenal obviously been struggling. Ben White's been struggling with that injury issue that he's had for a few weeks now. And Arsenal have been managing him very, very carefully. And it appears, so as according to Mikel Arteta there, that that has now really, really worked. He's in a good place and he's injury free. And that is a bonus. And so he'd be coming in for me 100% tonight as a right back. Tommy Asu should be given a bit of a rest. So this is my predicted 11 that I've gone for tonight. I'm going with Ryan and goal. I'm going with a back four of White, Saliba, Gabriel and Zinchenko. Midfield, I think Kai Havertz comes in for Leandro Trossard. So I'm going Rice, Odegaard and Trossard as a midfield three. And then up front, Saka, Jesus and Martinelli. Saw a stat today that Martinelli has only scored one goal in his last 18 Premier League games. And that Jesus, I think it was now, has gone, I, sh- I should get this right. Hold on, let me just search for it. I've got it up here somewhere. Um, Gabriel Jesus has gone seven Premier League games without an, a goal or an assist. The joint longest run of his Premier League career. That's pretty mad to think about that. I mean, Jesus, obviously, 
I think during that time he's been on the bench. Sometimes he's been out wide, but that's still a pretty mad stat, especially when you think of his record in the Champions League this season when he's scoring every single time he plays. You know, Martinelli's obviously scored in the Champions League this season as well. Uh, a couple of goals, but to go 18 games with only one goal in the Premier League for Martinelli. You know, it's two of your star forward line there and Jesus and Martinelli have barely contributed in terms of goals for for that amount of time. It shows how Arsenal are really sort of benefiting from spreading the goals around. The fact that they've got goal threats coming from everywhere now, because you would think they'd really be struggling with their forwards, not finding the target as, uh, as often than that. But yeah, this is my predicted 11 tonight. So let me know what you think, if you agree with it or not. So Raya White, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko, Rice, Odegaard, Havertz, Saka, Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus. Some people, I, th- I think I've got some comments and questions from you guys actually, you know, calling for more widespread rotation for that. And I do think they need to rotate, but I don't think a four or five player rotation is needed for this one. I think it's obviously Tuesday night, the game on Saturday. Then you've got a free week next week against because you've got the PSV game where you can basically completely rotate who you want because it means nothing leading up to the Brighton game. So I do think there should be a couple of changes. It wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't be unhappy if I saw Kivior playing at left back tonight rather than Zinchenko but I just think Zinchenko could really Arsenal could benefit from having Zinchenko in this because of the amount of ball that they're going to have William Francis says I hope all is good Charles I hope Tommy Asu's injury is not serious and he plays against Luton Mikel should pick a strong team against Luton to thrash them willing uh, God willing get three points have a great day Arsenal rocks uh, John says Hi, Charles. I agree on rotation. MA should be doing a balancing act over the next three games. The third game is a dead rubber against PSV, where a lot of players will be rested. Villa is going to be tough to win than Luton, so I'd keep the same lineup as a Wolves game for that one and rotate some players for Luton. So for Luton, I'd bring in White and Havertz. Yep. Also bring in Inketia, Jorginho, and maybe Kivior. Um, and Ramos here with a word of warning says, Luton haven't lost by more than one goal at home. Liverpool scraped a 95th minute equaliser. Do not underestimate this fixture. Well, I'm definitely not going to underestimate this fixture. I don't underestimate any uh, Premier League fixture. In terms of John there, um, yeah, I agree on White and Havertz. I'm not sure about Nketia. Like I said, I wouldn't be unhappy if Kivior played. I could see that being something that Mikel does. Jorginho as well. You know, do you then play? I think Rice has to play. I think at the moment he's too important not to. Maybe you could have Rice playing in the eight role and have Jorginho at... um, the number six, but I think I've just got a feeling Havertz comes in for this one. I wouldn't play in Ketia for me. I'd stick with Gabriel Jesus. Hasn't played that many minutes, Gabriel Jesus, this season. I think he should be fine to play 60. So I'd be going with him and bringing on Inketia as a second half substitute. Uh, talking on Inketia, the real Nostradamus or Danis says, Hi, Charles. If Inketia fails to perform against Luton, when you consider moving him on in January with a loan option to buy, I've been his hype man since 2016. I get a lot of stick in the Dublin supporters club on game days for being the guy who said Nketiah will be our killer, fi- killer finisher in years to come. 19 league goals and 102 appearances so far isn't the greatest by any stretch, although he's only played 3,830 minutes. Uh, no, I wouldn't consider moving him on in January. I don't think, and I said this earlier on in the show, any player, I just don't think Arsenal are in a position to weaken their squad in January. I think if Arsenal sign a new striker in January, brilliant, but I'd still keep Nketiah. I'd have all three of them, Jesus, Nketiah and the new striker, but I don't think Arsenal are going to sign a striker, I have to say, in January. I'd be surprised. I think they will, but I think he'll do that in the summer. Um, So for me, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I still think Nketiah is an important part of the squad. I think he's got a big part to play this season. Uh, So no, I wouldn't. And I'm not even sure if he's going to start tonight either. Like I said, I've got a feeling Jesus still keeps his place in the starting eleven. Anyway, but this is the type of game where Nketiah does score goals and could score goals. 
So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he does get a start and he does score. But for me, I'd be going Gabriel Jesus for this one. All right, that's it from me. Thank you very much for watching or listening. As always, like I said, I will be at the match tonight. So you get all the usual live coverage from me on my social media. Not sure if I'll get time to do a video after the game because it's a very, very late kickoff. 8.15 kickoff's not going to finish till very, very late. So I doubt I'll do anything after the game from the press box in terms of videos. But I will be back in the morning, of course, to hopefully look in depth at what is another good Arsenal victory. Until then, everyone, have a very good day and I'll speak to you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market